0: Welcome to Lean In with Dr. Tanya Frederick, where we speak with experts to provide employees like you social emotional tips and conversations to help you be well. I'm Dr. Tanya Frederick. Well, I'm excited to be here today uh, with Dr. Mark Hansen. Uh, Dr. Hansen, as many of you know, is our superintendent of the Elmbrook School District Um, and not only the uh, academic financial uh, leader of our system, but also the tender of uh, people's well-being as we think about how we create an organization that supports people, um, our employees that work for us, the families that attend, the students that are here. So really excited to talk to Mark today, a little bit about his own journey towards wellness. Um, And when I think about him, I think about when uh, he joined our organization, and I think about Marshall Goldsmith's work about what got you here won't get you there. And I often think about how we have habits and ways of being that help us be really, really successful. But sometimes we hit a point in our life where they no longer serve us well. Um, and Dr. Hansen, I know you have a little bit of a story about that. Um, so super excited to have you here today for this conversation. And um, to turn it over to you to talk about your experience and kind of your journey and how you're sustaining the changes you've made.
1: Great to be here, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Um, Interesting you bring up Marshall Goldsmith's book, a quick little story. During my first year as superintendent, got to work with the Elmbrook Education Foundation and the president of the Elmbrook Education Foundation happened to be a high profile executive coach that worked in the business community. At the end of my first year, uh, he said to me, Mark, do you mind if I provide you a little coaching? I said, sure. And it was through that experience that I came in contact with Marshall Goldsmith's book, What Got You Here Won't Get You There, and quickly had to do some reflections because I grew up uh, in an environment where I just was taught to work my tail off and work as hard as you can, as fast as you can, go, go, go. And I soon came to realize that when I turned around and nobody was there anymore, all that hard work was for naught. So I had to really do some deep reflections and figure out what did I want to be when I grew up? Because I knew going 100 miles an hour got me here, but what I wanted to get to next, it wasn't going to get me there. So uh, super super connections to Marshall Goldsmith's work and thankful to uh, people who have helped contribute to to my growth as many people know a couple years back we started talking about having the happiest healthiest workforce in the world and came to realize that i wasn't the model of that beacon of hope of being the happiest healthiest and i had to really do some soul searching and turn to a a couple different strategies that have helped me continue to grow as a, a person the first one was really started to focus on fitness and began a routine some years ago where I start my morning with a morning workout that uh, includes riding a stationary bike for a number of miles and walking and have built out a a really good habit of being physically engaged with my own well-being and added to that shortly thereafter reflective time so I begin my day each day after my fitness with some reflection and I've built a protocol that I think through what happened yesterday And I run through a series of questions. I don't chronicle everything that happened yesterday, but I I think about the events that I want to remember, uh, in particular the good events, because we are so wired by our societal negativity that sometimes all we do is remember the negative events. I want to include any references that I can find in my day where I had a chance to be still and think, as opposed to just go, 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 because we are also in a fast-paced society and sometimes we don't get a chance to stop and think. I think about my wins from yesterday, what, what went well, what did I achieve, how did I build on that momentum for my next time, and then I think about the lessons that I don't want to forget. Uh, so o- over the course of time, I've come to recognize that some of the lessons I don't want to forget is just being a good listener. I am, as many of you know, I'm wired to solve problems, and sometimes I am working on a solution before I've understood the problem. So how do I become a better listener? And then finally, I reflect on my own personal dashboard, which is, uh, if there's a takeaway, think about setting up your own personal dashboard so you can evaluate, like, did did you work successfully on you every single day? And so in it, I reflect on uh, what were my nutrition habits yesterday? I am a sucker for a good bag of potato chips, but know that that's not good for me. And so I think about, did I get my vegetable and fruit intake? Did I get my quality low fat protein intake? Then I think about my rest. Uh, For a long stretch in this job, I was operating on two to four hours of sleep and that was not sustainable. So now I think about, did I get six to seven hours of rest, which has allowed me to get a good cadence in my workload And I think through, did I accomplish my previous day's objectives? So each day I list out in my reflective journal, my plan for the day, what are my objectives? Uh, And sometimes it's activity-based, sometimes it's big global work-based and I need to click off a couple milestones for a project, but I reflect on my objectives and did I get to them? And there are some days where I don't, and that's okay because life happens, right? And certainly as we've approached this current pandemic, Uh, Most of my objectives that I set out for a day are often just by something related to our current pandemic conditions. And then I reflect on did I part of my life? Uh, I have found that reading is my place where I learn, where I think deeply, where I reflect, and if I don't get 30 minutes of reading in a day, I don't feel like I've had a chance to have that stillness and that thought to become better. And then I reflect on my exercise pattern, and did I meditate? And I know when people hear that who know me are like, oh my god, Hanson meditates? Uh, I have to find a way to calm myself down. And you guys have seen me come flying through schools and flying across the district. I've got to find a way to really get stillness in my head. Uh, And so through breathing I've been able to recognize that I can slow uh, my entire body down and be more thoughtful and more caring, more helpful to people and our organization. So that, that's about a 10-minute cycle that I go through every morning to think about what happened yesterday. Then I move to what's going on now in my head. Uh, and there I think about what am I thankful for? And so during, during that stretch, I think about all the people that help make this organization what it is and try to send notes of encouragement and thanks out to those people that have gone above and beyond. Here's one thing I've come to recognize and appreciate during the last eight months is we are a yes we can organization. And if we don't stop and thank the people that are helping us be better, uh, sometimes we, we lose an opportunity to support people as this work is really, really heavy right now and this world is really, really heavy. So try to find a time in your day to just think about thankfulness. Sometimes I write a note to my mom and dad. Sometimes I write a note to my sons, my wife. Sometimes I write a note to Tanya. Uh, But find a way to to be thankful and grateful. Then I reflect on how am I feeling right now. Uh, If I don't have control of my own emotions, I typically am not going to do my best work. And then my final thought for the now window is, how am I going to seek my spiritual well-being? So I, I write about how am I going to seek God at that point. And sometimes it's through scripture. Sometimes it's through personal reflection and prayer. Uh, it's, it may not be for you, but it works for me. And I find great peace of mind. And then I move into today. And I look at the window of what am I going to do today? And I reflect on what have I read today? And I, I really record anything that stuck with me that I read. For, for instance, today... Uh, I listened to and read John Maxwell's work, and he talked about the word flow. Um, It's not, uh, it it really comes down to your attitude and your spirit will guide your flow, and they have to be right for you to be the best you can be, because um, if you're not the best that you can be, then you're not helping others. And certainly this work and this time that we're in right now Uh, flow really matters. So I try to record things that I've read, uh, things that stood out in my reading. Then I pivot to what are my plans for the day and I write out my objectives. For instance, today I need to be engaged in uh, the Medical Advisory Board finalization of some recommendations. So that's one of my objectives today is to get that finalized. I need to attend my son's soccer game. That's a, a big part of my life is being supportive of my family. Uh, need to record the podcast. That was an objective today. Then I move into visualizing my best possible self. Uh, I w- write about what leadership skill am I going to intentionally work on today? Uh, so today I wrote patience. I need to be better with patience right now um, because I I am lacking the patience to be thoughtful and tactical and strategic in what is a time that there's no playbook written for. And then to button it all up, at the end of the day, I have an end-of-day routine that I then go back and think through my day. Did I remain positive about my abilities? Did I focus on exciting futures? Did I do my best to challenge and stretch myself? Did I do my best to learn from others? And here's one that I finish with. I, I write, who did I meet today or who did I talk to today that I want to learn more from? So I think back to my day, like who inspired me? So I always want to finish my work day by thinking about people who can help me be better. And then I finish with a saying at my desk or wherever I'm at, I am done with work for today. And I typically will close my computer or close my journal and try to turn the switch off. I'm terrible at it. Mm -hmm. Terrible at it. But I I try. So with that, Tanya, I'll, (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll turn it back to you.
0: So, so much stuff. So many things. Um, I think sometimes there's the um, perspective that the higher uh, up in an organizational chart somebody lands, that the more that they just know how to do these things, right? Like there's this, this innate part. And I think one of the things that you've really uh, modeled and shown over time is um, you gotta, you gotta keep growing. You have to keep learning. Um, And you have to think about how are you going to engage with those you serve. And so many of the things you talked about were that. Um, So really thinking about that exercise routine, morning reflection with your personal dashboard that really talks about how are you taking care of yourself, but then how are you also going to be, right? So really being intentional about who are you going to be that day? Because you're right, we all have these go-to modes. Um, when we're super stressed out or we're not taking care of ourselves. And most of our go-to modes of being are not super productive and aren't very flattering, frankly. Um, and so really thinking about how are we are going to be and being intentional for that, especially under a really stressful time like this, as we've talked about, like having grace for others and knowing there's no manual for this, but how can we just be good people um, to each other? And then um, closing the day with the perspective of, you know, what was good today and who do I want to learn from? And, and having that mindset of today is done. I've, I've done what I can do. And how do you end it? Um, because I think that's a struggle many people are having right now. And I think about as we've moved into a virtual world, like there's no start and stop. You know, it's not like you get in your car at the end of the day and go home. Um, and it's over, right? So between technology and those different things, people's days are getting really, really long. Um, so I think that's a great strategy. Um, I think it's good for others to hear that you put an end on your day um, and really need to encourage others to start thinking about how can we also do that same thing. So
1: yeah um, definitely the the boundaries of the work day have eroded and in addition to that the pressures from other entities has accelerated and so the work is always going to be here. It just doesn't go away and now Because of a virtual work environment, many of us have have had our work boundaries um, not stay still to or stay true to a brick-and-mortar school or office, and now it's into our living rooms and our kitchen tables and everything in between.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and as you know, we've gone through the first four weeks of school, everyone's trying to find, like, what's the new way of being in that situation? And it's it's times we've never had before. Um, So I think it becomes all the more important for us to have Um, ideas and thoughts about what's one thing that we can start to do and then make it a habit so talk to me for a few minutes about um, how did you stick with these things and how did you make them intentional to the point where it lasted longer than five days because many of us have really good intentions we're going to talk about me and exercise it doesn't stick, right but when people have things they figure out that they stick how did you how did you how did you work through that
1: yeah it it came through a, a culmination of of different sources of authors and reading. And it really uh, popped for me when I read Sean Aker's Happiness book. And uh, in it, it talks about trying to create habits take 21 days. Mm -hmm. So I began a, a journey of trying to go to a fitness center for 21 days and seeing if that would stick. And I'd roll out of bed at 4.30 in the morning and Get into a cold car in the middle of winter and say, What am I doing? So then I read about the difference of sustained exercise between a fitness center membership and a home gym of sorts. And I don't have an exotic gym, I have a stationary bike that's down in a basement under a light bulb. And I found that just rolling out of bed, going down to a stationary bike was a very sustainable approach for me. So I found what worked for me for 21 days, and I'm, uh, I think on my, my fitness app, I'm approaching 900 consecutive days of exercise. Uh, so, really thankful for uh, being able to stumble into Sean Akers' research and read about adult fitness and how do you sustain it. It's hard, it's, it's a very easy thing to just roll over and not get out of bed. Um, but I have, have just found a personal discipline. Uh, In both the the exercise and also the reflection. If I don't do both of those things, my day is different than when I do both of those things. So I also came back to the reflections that for me to be the best dad, for me to be the best husband, and for me to be the best superintendent, I had to do those two things every single day or one component or another of my life was going to be wobbling and that wasn't good.
0: And I think um, as I listen to you talk, I think about all the things that are related to, um, you know, when we think about social emotional learning, how we really as adults, we think about it a lot about for kids, Um, but this is really your social emotional learning about what does it take for you to be self-aware, how your behaviors impact others, right? All of those things. And I always go back to, you can't give what you don't have. If you don't have those skills and you're not modeling them, for the people you lead, for your children, you know, those things don't develop. And so I think, you know, being reflective is how you figure those things out. So I think it's it's such an important um, connection for how we are as adults and the impact that it has on those we lead and for our children and, and children around us. So yeah. super
1: I would add that um, uh, just encourage people to find a system that works for them. Um, my system works for me. It, doesn't work for other people in my house. Uh, it's a judgment free zone, and you just as long as you're finding a way to work on you, uh, you'll always have better in mind. And it, it's not that this is the only way, uh, this is a way.
0: And I think, you know, when we find ourselves struggling, it's how do you be calm and still? To think about what's working and not working, and what's within your control and not within your control, and what are the things that you can try to do, because this is really internal stuff, right? Like Scarlet can't make you do these things as much as she would love, um, but you know you have to decide that these are these are what's going to work for you and those things. And I think that um, taking the time to pause and think about it, if you don't feel like you have a good system in place, um, is the first step. Also. Awesome yeah so thank you so much for being here we
1: really appreciate it yeah get after it everybody this is a great place to work and we want to make sure you're happiest healthiest people we can have that serve our kids our kids need you
0: absolutely
1: thank you thank you
0: thank you for joining us today on lean in with dr tanya frederick until next time have a wonderful day take care of yourself and those around you